Eric, do you remember the days when you would flip out and your heart would stop for a brief moment because you felt your pants and you didn't have your wallet? Like your wallet used to be the thing that you would you you would just go crazy if you didn't have. You know what it is today. Of course, I'm talking about this darn thing, right? How many times do you like flip out because you're like, oh my God, where's my phone? Or I left the house without my phone or I left it in the bathroom or something crazy like that. Yeah. And I'll actually turn that bus around if I uh, realize I left the house without it. So yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, we have to. We're going to talk about all kinds of things today on the show. You're tuned right into the PodMax podcast. Welcome to the PodMax podcast. Here we are, for better or worse, our phones, they are just more and more integrated. I mean, our, our credit cards are on the phones. I'm guessing our IDs at some point will get on our phones too. Just everything is there. Yeah. Our whole life is on the phone. And uh, yeah, it's 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 become a necessary evil at this point. But yeah, we, we, we rely on it. We were relying on computers prior to that, um, but they weren't in our pockets. So we adapt and we have to grab a level of self-awareness so that we're like, hey, am I addicted to this? Maybe. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, addiction. I think that there is a level of addiction. How many times are you picking up your phone and oh. pushing the apps and my, the buttons? Just... My phone tells me how many times I pick it up. And I think it's an average of 22 minutes every 22 minutes. Really? Every 22 minutes? Yeah. Wow. And at the end of the week, it summarizes what apps I've been using and how much time I spent. I think uh, eight and a half hours, roughly a day, you picking up my phone in total. Do your kids, I, I know our kids are about the same age, minus seven and five. Yeah. Um, do they have, um, I mean, I'm guessing no phones. My kids certainly don't have phones, no. but it's it's around the corner though. Yeah, they they mimic us all the time. <sighs> like they'll take my phone and they, they know how to use it and they don't know how to unlock it yet, but uh, yeah, they could swipe through like nobody's business and zoom in and zoom out and even potentially send stuff or make phone calls. Wow. Like, whoa, 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 slow down. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. So let's get into our show here mm -hmm. to our first segment, which we're excited to chat about Pro in the Know. Pro in the Know. So according to uh, Insider Radio and a bunch of other media outlets. Mm -hmm. Netflix is eyeing, and they're trying to be hush about it. Oh, getting into the podcast space, Josh. Really? Yeah, they uh, they they need to. And if um, from what I'm understanding, and I could I could read the article, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take you, the viewer and the listener, into speculation town. Okay. So, so from what I hear, and what I'm reading is Netflix is trying to produce their own podcasts. No, they haven't initially, they haven't uh, officially announced this yet. Um, and it makes sense as Josh and I were talking about it offline. Why wouldn't Netflix get into the podcasting space? I think they're calling it N plus or Netflix plus. I mm -hmm. mean, that's all the rage now with Disney plus and whoever uh, discovery plus. So there's, 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 space for them to start creating unique content. They already do that. We know them and love them for creating shows like House of Cards and Stranger Things and and now, you know, Cobra Kai. Um, there's there's all 
sorts of opportunities for Netflix to create uh, a complementary show and content to support their ever-growing catalog of shows. Don't you think, Josh? So how would this look? Would this, they would take one of their shows, let's say Jane the Virgin, yeah. and they would they would basically produce an in-house Netflix branded and sanctioned show about that show. And then it would be their Absolutely. property. Absolutely. So what it makes great sense. It totally, totally makes sense. And they need to do this because fans are doing it anyway, and they need to just take the ownership. Uh, so it reminds me of the days when people were really plugging into television and we were trying to figure out how to incorporate iPads and phones into the experience. And yes, no, maybe it worked, but, um, the Talking Dead was a wonderful result mm. that no one expected to explode and get as big as uh, The Walking Dead show with Chris Hardwick. And it was a must-see thing. Like, you had to watch. They were watching the show live with us. And at the end of Walking Dead, there was The Talking Dead. And they recapped the entire episode. And they had people from the show on the show. And they would interview oh. them and talk about behind the scenes and what happened. And they were coming out crying. And, you know, it was a wonderful experience because it was live. And we were all sort of experiencing th the aftermath of the show together. So I don't know if Netflix is going to be able to enhance or replicate an experience like that through podcasting because it's less live. But maybe they could incorporate a live aspect of it, Josh. But I think it's going to be really cool to be able to really promote their shows in another vehicle and have raving fans, you know, just have a, a, a wider range of experience connected to Netflix and their shows. It seems like such an quote unquote easy direction and path for them to go because they have a library of shows, even their original programming where they could figure out one kind of recap podcast or a you know a fan podcast style where they even get like you said some of the cast members mm -hmm. to to pop in and peek in it could be a call-in show where they have a host and you know watchers are calling in and they're discussing i mean so many paths how can a listener who runs a business or is an entrepreneur uh or even maybe using us as a study how how could we take that model well it, it'll be different, right? Depending on sure. the business, right? Sure. We we are a media company. We're a content creation hub. Uh, so we already create content. So it'll be like the inception of content because now we're talking about how we produce our own content, uh, which which I think there's an example there. You can do that. Like Josh and I are going, we're having a, a high level sort of strategic meeting uh, after this 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 live show and we're, we're driving down to Philly, we're going to have um, what we think is going to be something potentially explosive for us. So mm -hmm. We're going to document that. We're going to record that. Uh, whether it's video or audio, that could be repurposed as content for a podcast or a YouTube channel. So if you can start thinking in lines of you just going to business calls, like, yes, we record everything through Zoom now, but eventually as we start getting in our cars and driving and meeting and having coffee with people again, that's content for you to sort of capture your thoughts and say, you know, this is going to be a really cool, I'm, I'm interested in this, this conversation I'm about to have with this person. Like people love behind the scenes. We even do mm. it before this show goes live. That's right. We started to put some behind the scenes, you know, video out there and people are loving it. So there's ways to do it if you're doing it right and thinking about it ahead of time. It almost seems like sticking with the Netflix, it almost seems like an opportunity for them to just 
bring so much like like double the content that they have now and it's such a win-win because any podcast that they create and produce is just going to increase brand awareness, brand loyalty, perception, positioning, conversation. Then they could also revenue. There's a lot of ways to make revenue from it, if not only driving more subscriptions to home base, which are a lot of the things that we know a podcast like ours and yours is capable of. So not much different in the overall use and uh, case study of, of what a podcast is and can be. Yeah. It's all good stuff. You know, we talk about all this stuff, uh, especially at our mixers each and every week, folks. So make sure you jump into podmax.co slash mixer where the community comes in, dozens of people sharing, uh, loving on one another and, you know, just trying to figure things out as we grow together. Uh, we had a really actually deep, deep, deep um this could have been part of our build it, but mm -hmm. uh, we had Salisha Thomas, who Ooh. is amazing, a Broadway star, yeah. literally sang to us live. Mm. And as you guys always know, I, I lose it. You know, I got emotional. Yeah. She did it twice and it was powerful. So come to our mm. mixer. Uh, we will talk about that at some point. Um, maybe we'll bring Salisha onto the show. But yeah, podmax.co slash mixer every week free. 11 o'clock Eastern standard. on Friday. Could yeah. we bring Todd uh, Genitasio's comment onto the screen? Cause yeah. he's talking about um, how the office, the office ladies yeah. podcast, Pam and Angela from the show have their own podcast where mm -hmm. each podcast episode, they break down an episode of the office and they bring on the other cast members sometimes too. Easy, easy example. So can you, can you imagine if that was going on while the show was still on? Oh my. How powerful that would have been. That's 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 fuel on top of the bonfire. Yeah. If every if Dwight, you know, if all these every, every single star, Jim, all these guys had podcasts to supplement and complement the live show, it would have been fire. It would have been insane. Mm. Um, so I think Netflix, right, they can even resurrect because they're all about viewership. It doesn't have to be live. They can yeah. start podcast based off older shows and start talking and recapping and bringing breathing more life into it fergie mm -hmm. fergie philippe you know yeah. guy that came through Podmax. he's a star of hamilton mm -hmm. uh the broadway sh uh, show mm -hmm. and he created a show because the muppets the entire library of the muppet show went live on hulu mm -hmm. and, and apple tv i think and he took it upon himself to say, I'm such a huge Muppet fan. And he created a show to highlight every single episode. So with it doesn't Hulu's, have to be something new. Right. With Hulu's support. He yeah. he actually got in touch with Hulu mm. and said, uh, I want to do this. And they're and they're behind it. Huge. Um, and I also just want to say that um even even post office post office ah, <laughs> i see what you did there i know didn't even mean to it's a bonus uh even post office on the air I i'm sure the office ladies podcast is a welcome addition for all fans i actually recently um i'm going back to the early 2000s um i am and was heavily heavily influenced by the show Arrested Development. Mm. Shout out to all my Arrested Development fans. Uh, I'm actually now um, going back to season one, episode one, and making my way through every single episode of that. And it still holds up, which is magnificent. Um, but I just uh, came across a podcast called Smartless that is hosted by Jason Bateman, 
from Arrested Development, mm. Will Arnett from Arrested Development, and Sean Hayes from Will and Grace. The three of them host a legit podcast where their Hollywood friends come in as guests. I mean, it is just, mm. it's just amazing. So sort of like a side track note about who's making shows these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great idea if that's what they're planning on doing. Mm -hmm. So Netflix, we're, we're all eyes and ears. Uh, keep it moving. And a uh, nice little teaser out yeah. in the uh, interwebs. Speaking of teaser, thanks, Todd, for that quote. The money is, in fact, in the banana stand. <laughs> is that an arrested development? Of course it, of course if, it is. If, if you have to ask. So coming up, it is our next segment. Build it and they will come. Build it. From the time of this recording, two weeks from today, um, I don't know if we, yeah, I don't know if we spoke, Eric, what, what, what's going to be in this place? Are we just going to run a repeat? Is it going to be, uh, you know, right? We'll have to think about it because Eric and I will not be live on the air doing an episode, which is probably the first time in some time where we're not here coming to you live uh, because what are we doing in two weeks from today on Wednesday, May We're going to be spending time, quality time with the Vaynerverse. So uh, Vayner and Sasha group are, are gracing us with uh, knowledge mm -hmm. and we're joining them in the four D's program. So the four D's stands for daily digital deep dive. The four yeah. D's. Yeah. This was an event they've done in person. It was uh, in person in their New York office and it was limited to about 12 to 15 people. Uh, and you would spend literally the day from like eight to six or whatever, um, doing this deep dive with, uh, top Vayner people, including Gary who participates in it. And, uh, it was, it was pretty exclusive. They would keep it tight, keep it closed door, and they would just fire hose you with all of this information. And now since 2020, they've, they're now making it a, a virtual experience. I'm sure they're going to come back to the in-person, but, um, it, it, it came onto our radar and our plate to take them up on this opportunity in two weeks to participate in the four D's and, and we will. So what are we expecting? What are we hoping? What are we thinking? Why yeah. are we doing it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, first, uh, you know, they, They've been heavily entrenched in all Podmax uh, for about a year. We're, we're, I think we're about celebrating our year sort of relationship with James Orsini, where it all started. Uh, a big shout out to Lisa for for you know making that introduction to us, which opened the doors to you know meeting the chief heart officer Claude Silver, uh, becoming friends with the CMO uh, Andrea Sullivan, um, you know interviewing several of their key players like Joe Quattrone, who's the SVP. And then also uh, Kate. Kate and um, uh, yeah, the host of, the hosts uh, of build it while flying for the Sasha group. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and the list goes on and on and on. So it only made sense when they presented this option opportunity for us to join them in the four D's. We're like, yes, all day, all week, all year, we will join and we'll never leave. So uh, be careful what you wish for, but we're going to learn so much as a media company, uh, we know how powerful content is. And, you know, Gary's whole mantra is any company, whatever company you are, whether you're, you're, you're mowing lawns or you're, you're, you're doing auto repair, you have to also consider yourself a media company. You have to build a small team 
of people that can create media for you. So we build for everyone and we create for everyone, but mm -hmm. we do suffer from the cobbler's kids have no shoes. And now they're going to hold our feet to the fire. Enough with the feet analogies, Josh. And we're going to start doing exactly what we need to do. I know Gary's a big TikTok guy, formerly music.ly. Uh, people forget. So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. And we're gonna implement and we're gonna ensure we have the teams. Uh, and people uh, to help and support and make sure that all this happens as we download what they have to offer. What I love about our relationship with VaynerMedia and, of course, the Sasha Group, which is a, uh, a company within VaynerX, is that, like you said, um, about a year ago, May 22nd, 2020, was the first uh PodMax virtual event. So we're just now coming up on a year. Next month is going to be our 13th event. So we see something that continues to work there, which we love. And from that very first event, May 22nd, we had the uh, the good fortune to be put in touch with, like you said, James Orsini, who is now the president of the Sasha Group. He was in a few key roles over at Vayner before taking over the Sasha Group, before it was created a few years ago. He was CTO. He was COO for a while, right next to Gary. So um, he came in as our keynote and really, as we say, he never left. There's just such a, a, a great love, appreciation, respect, and admiration in both directions. We took a meeting with him last week where he just continued to say, look, I, I, I love you guys. I love what you're continuing to do. That's why I keep introducing you and sending you people because I keep getting good feedback. So it's just a great feeling for us to continually to deliberately and consciously be aware that at in, in through everything we do through all of our events we always have and want by design a vayner footprint we want somebody from that world to be present and represent and and that's because it ties in to our bigger goal so it's just one of those things like whatever you want continue to nurture, continue to focus on, and it could happen. Build it and they will come. There you go. They built the four Ds and and, and we're coming. So. Yeah. Just like uh, we heard from Grant Cardone, what's the best way to do business with me? Do business with me. We've seen that uh, in effect a few times, and that's really exactly what we're doing with, with Vayner. We're, we're doing business with them by uh, participating in the four Ds. Love it. Love it. So let's do it. Let's move on to our next section. Have you ever, brother? Have you ever? Going back to, as you said, Eric, the cobbler's kids have no shoes. Uh, let's talk about TikTok. Uh, I, am, I am not there. I am not on it. But I will ask the question. Have you ever promoted your podcast on TikTok? What says you? Uh, I have never promoted anything on TikTok, <laughs> let alone my podcast. Makes I sense. know that there's a way and people are doing and I know several people who are using it to promote their business, whether oh. it's real estate investing or it's something to do with property management. It's working for people. They're, they're saying I'm, I'm, I'm finding clients, you know, just like with Instagram. You keep putting out content there. 
but it doesn't necessarily have to be delivered the way TikTok is known for, which is, you know, music and dancing and, and, and you know, those overlays, whatever they call them. It's all um, it's 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 content and creating it as as if you would on other platforms is what I see people doing. Uh-huh. We and I personally have not opened that can of worms yet. Uh, but I know once we dive in to the four D's with Vayner, they're going to implore and ensure that we use TikTok. So be on the lookout, Podmax coming to TikTok <laughs> yeah. on, on a phone near you. I know you said that Gary does have a vested interest in TikTok. And I did just read an article recently that he said today there are three social platforms that every entrepreneur should be on and master. And he named Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. What do you think of that? You know, I, I, I would I would argue that LinkedIn is a powerful platform that um, needs to be mentioned in there. So the top four. But uh, like I said, you know, Gary, let's take it a little bit with a grain of salt only because he's he's literally an investor. He's uh, the creative influence. I forget his title uh, at TikTok. Okay. Um, but TikTok is powerful and it's moving. And, um, you know, you get on it or you're going to miss the bus. Um, I mean, it's it's it's. It's interesting because Clubhouse and all these other apps are also moving really quickly. So you need to jump on and establish yourself early on. Um, but it's all its all. how do you do it at scale and how do you do it with effect and how do you do it with intention? That's why we're joining Vayner. We're trying to see and peel the layers back on how the hell they do it and how the hell they recommend doing it. I know they always push out, you know, start ugly, like our friend Kamitsos mm-hmm. always talks mm-hmm. about. Start ugly doesn't have to be perfect. Josh and I are privy to some content that was shared with us, a podcast that wasn't released um, in the Vaynerverse. And it's ugly. I mean, Gary is in and out. He's going in the Lincoln Tunnel, out of the tunnel. He's, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, anyone who's trying to absorb this content, it's, it's somewhat frustrating. But I understand and I get it. Like, just do it, create it, and, you know, it's done. You don't have to worry about it. So, um, yeah, we're going to learn a ton. And... And TikTok is is yep. down the line. Absolutely. What's interesting is just like any social platform, you have to first understand the lay of the land. I, funny enough, and this wasn't even planned last night. Now I am, I don't have the TikTok app. Do you have the TikTok app installed on your phone? I do. You do? I do. Why did I think the answer was <laughs> going to be yes? Why do you? Where are you going with that? Where'd you think to go with that? Did I you w- go in once and, and never look back? What are you doing with it? Well, you know, I do. I'm, I'm an early adopter. So the second clubhouse, you know, I downloaded it and I started playing around and then TikTok, same thing. As soon as it um, turned into TikTok, I did not use music.ly, mm-hmm. but when it became TikTok, I started to poke around a bit and, and, and explore and see how it could be best used mm-hmm. and relevant to us. Obviously it was not super relevant at the time. So, so I bounced, but yeah, I mean, these yeah. things, these things are always growing and evolving. I was using, um, I was on my phone yesterday and I, I came across a news article that was talking about a TikTok post that was viral and I was interested in it. So I clicked on it and now I don't have the app, but it took me to a page that opened up, I guess, the web version of TikTok on my phone. And it allowed me to just start scrolling, swiping up and I can just scroll through the, the TikTok related clips or whatever they're called. And I got to say, I was hooked. I get it. I see it. I understand the uh, addictive appeal. Um, I was just looking at these random, you know, what are they? 10, 20 second 
interesting, sometimes really clever, really creative clips, um, just over and over again, trying to understand, okay, what is this? How is this? But I also was well aware that I, it's so specific, right? The, the humor, the, the content, the way it captivates and brings you in, you can't create boring. You can't create a business thing that from what I can tell. So it just seems like we got to bring in a team member who understands (laughs) it or right. Because we, I I can't create that kind of content on a regular or meaningful basis. Yes. No. Yeah. Tell me about the yes part. I, I, I agree. You know, you, you have to sort of carve out a space in your brain to, for that creative aspect of that sort of platform and channel. Mm. Um, but I think once you get started and don't we always talk about this, like with Facebook live, for example, you know, some people exactly what you're talking about now with TikTok. you're like, I don't know how to do this. I can't, well, it's the same exact thing with Facebook. Just turn it on. So easy, you know, hit live and start talking. Well, that's easy for us because we own, we, you know, that platform, we get it. Uh, we've done, you know, hundreds and hundreds of live videos. Well, the second you jump into TikTok, it may not be perfect at first, but the the more you continue doing it, your brain will start to allocate space mm. and understand, okay, this is how I'm going to create content for this particular channel. Um, yes, you can hire someone or get a consultant or somebody that you know personally that's doing it. And then you can sort of pick their brain about it, just mm-hmm. like they pick our brains about Facebook and uh, how we do things. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of getting on the treadmill and moving and saying, you know, each treadmill, it's got one's got a Facebook logo, the other treadmill's got a TikTok logo, the other one's got an Instagram logo. So you got to like understand the cadence and the flow of each one, and then you'll get your rhythm. Which I know, going back to the four Ds, that's something that Gary is always touting that you have to create content for all these different platforms yeah. specific to the platform. You can't just take a post and a picture and put it everywhere. They all have their own voice and cadence. Exactly. It's good stuff. So be on the lookout. We're coming to TikTok (laughs) with Josh is going to be kicking and screaming along the way, but he's going to love it. In excitement. (laughs) Kicking and screaming in excitement. So let's recap and don't forget uh, our mixers. Uh, So each week, every Friday, 11 Eastern time, we are live for an hour community. And it's free and you can join and get to share, listen, be a fly on the wall up to you with how, how you want to participate. But yeah, we, we have a ton of fun at our mixers. So hope to see you this Friday. Um, and just to uh, reiterate uh, our very last mixer we had, which was so powerful in and of itself, including Celicia Thomas, who is a Broadway star and performer, uh, most notably from Beautiful, the Carol King musical. And then, like I always say, at the time of the pandemic, she was in rehearsals for the Britney Spears musical. So hopefully that'll pick back up for her and that team. Uh, but what she did was because she had come through a PodMax event recently, uh, she attended our mixer last week and she she really she she blessed us with two songs. Mm-hmm. She opened with a song and then we closed out the event with a song that um the first one she did home, which was made famous years ago by Diana Ross uh, from The Wiz. And then she closed with uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Now, we have these clips, and uh, I'm planning on posting them on my social. Maybe on TikTok. Just kidding. But I do plan on posting them uh, on my social. So uh, keep a lookout for that so you can actually see these three and four minute 
live performances at our mixer from Salisha just singing her heart out and yeah. belting these it's two amazing. songs. Eric, what happened when she started singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Oh, Before she gets to Somewhere Over The, I looked on the screen and Eric darts out of the screen. <laughs> what happened? Well, first off, I was emotional in the first song, uh, but you know, I held it together. Um, and then she jumped in. I had no idea she was doing a second number, by the way. That's right. And then I had no idea what the number was going to be. By design. So once I heard the song, and I don't want—I don't even want to think about it too much now. Just repeat. Um, (laughs) They're gonna leave the screen. Yeah, uh, that's a song that my my oldest daughter Veronica sings all the time. She loves the Wizard of Oz, and you know it just reminded me of her singing. And then I was gonna—I knew that I was gonna show this to her. You know, Salisha singing, and she was gonna be inspired, and one day probably want to hit the stage. But yeah, yeah, that I so just instantly, you know, you you think of your kids, man, you you start to lose it. But yeah, these are these are the powerful things that happen in behind closed doors at our mixers so hopefully you join us mm-hmm. eventually join our event which is june 11th rob will put a link there for podmax.co you can sign up as a guest or a host to participate in june 11th's main event uh so yeah yep bring us back in the recap yeah so recap we got pro in the know so netflix potentially playing around in the podcast space and we're hoping and thinking that it's going to be about helping to promote their shows and their original content by creating and producing and owning those shows that like to recap, you know, stranger things, uh, yeah. you know, and all these other wonderful shows that they have. And try to figure out how you as an entrepreneur and business person could really mimic that model and see what, yeah. see what comes about. So true. And then we have, uh, build, build it, it and they will come and, yeah. you know, Vayner built something powerful called the four D's. And we came. We're there. We're joining. We're going to participate in two weeks. And we'll report back on anything and everything we've learned uh, in the Vaynerverse. And then we had Have You Ever. Have you ever used TikTok to promote your podcast or anything else for that matter? Let us know. Yeah, please share in the comments here. Hit us up. Let us know how we can use TikTok, how you use TikTok, any advice that you may have. Uh, We're more than happy to listen. So, yeah. What do we have coming up here, Josh? Before- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Before we part ways, this is where we bring on the hosts of the On Air Brands live show coming up live on the social platforms at 12 noon Eastern, right after this show every single Wednesday, and then uh, brought into your official podcast platform as an official podcast. Let's bring on to tell us what we can expect in the next hour. It's the hosts, Todd Genitasio, Amber Furman. I can't believe that you're not regularly practicing your dance routines on TikTok. (laughs) Like, I thought that was right up your alley. You're getting out there doing some performance work, you know? I I, I don't know what I don't know. I guess I should be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds important to me. I mean, I, I guess that's where, like, all the action's at is TikTok. Yeah, you- I mean, I think, you know, you, you should be, you know, the the dance version of communicating what's discussed on the podcast. You know, I think that's what you should be creating here. Oh, no, no, no. The images, <laughs> they need to go away. Um, I'm just imagining this creative dance and like all. Yeah, no. No. Like in uh, was it the Big Lebowski where his landlord does that like really weird one person stage show that they go and watch? Yes, like, that's, yes, that's yes. What is coming up at 12 noon? (laughs) It's like enough about me dancing. What's going on (laughs) with you guys?
<laughs> well, most, you know, this is a good pro in the know. If you let's get our research team on this for the stats for yeah. next week's episode, uh, is a lot of, I want to say the majority, but it could just be the bubble of my subscriptions podcasts are interview style shows, interview mm -hmm. formats. And so today we're going to be talking about how do you, uh, how do you interview a guest to make sure that you have a great show? How do you build rapport? What questions mm -hmm. do you ask? What order do you ask the questions? Do you do wow. show prep with them? All that kind of stuff. So we're going to be diving into that. Amber's going to bring her specialty of, you know, the whole neuro-linguistic programming side of things and communications so that we're actually science back all this conversation. I was expecting you to say my special kind of crazy. So thanks also for making that, me sound yeah. smart. <laughs> no, I'm excited. We're, we're going to dig into things like how to take control of your show, how to make sure that, you know, it is your show and you're getting the um, message that you want to get across to your audience, how to make sure that you're actually intentionally using your podcast to further your um, mission and also affect your guests in the way your guests and your listeners in the way you want to. And Amber has had big personalities like uh, Les was on the show, Jordan Harbinger, who's arguably one of the best interviewers. So I'm interested wow. to pick her brain about, you know, how she handled those conversations so that wow. her audience got the value out of them and didn't, you know, I, I, this is another good uh, topic segment for you guys. Um, in the have you ever where Eric, I know you've had some big personalities on the show where they get on and they're just like, uh, just ask me one question and then shut up. Like, and I got, you know, and I got it from there. Right. Um, yeah, and so how do you make sure that, you know, some people you could do that with depend, you know, when you know them and you know, they're going to bring the value, but you know, how do you make sure that you're controlling those conversations? Like Amber said, so that your audience gets what they tuned in for. I'd like to hear from Amber for a minute, because I know Amber, you have an interview style show as we're saying, but you also have this show you're hosting with Todd, which is not interview style off the top of your head. How do the two from your perspective differ? It's really interesting because I have the interview style show. I also do solo episodes on my show. Mm. And so oh. then I have this as well. So I have all three of those oh. um, elements. And this is by far, I, I won't say by far, tied with my favorite with interview style wow. because you get, my interviews are very conversational anyways, but when we know we have a common mission and that mission is discussed before, I prefer a very um, authentic, natural conversation. So I don't do show prep with my guests. Mm. Um, it's all on the fly and whatever gets said is what's supposed to be said in that conversation. So to have an intention and be able to know that we're both going towards the same point mm. is really interesting and I enjoy it. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I always ask the guest, you know, how would this be a major win for you? And um, some of them are like, I just want to share. I just want to talk. So then we flow, right? With no real sort of mile marker on the GPS to say, oh, I'm going to make sure I plug that. But then some of them, you know, they they really appreciate it. They're like, thank you for asking. No one asks me that. I'm like, really? These are terrible shows you're on. <laughs> and um, yeah. And then it's like, I, so I know at some point I'm going to promote whatever it is, some new product. Josh's new favorite, service. the new book that's coming the out. The new book that's come out, his new TikTok channel. <laughs> yeah. You know, I should probably take that back because when I say I don't do any show prep with my guests, um, that's 
incorrect. I don't do any live show prep with them. I do send them like a questionnaire. Mm -hmm. And in that questionnaire, one of the questions is like, this entire show is about being authentic and vulnerable and talking about success and talking about failure. Are you willing to go down that road? And if you're not, there's no reason for us to even get on a call. So you're framing their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. And then, you know, what's really interesting about what you said, Eric, is when you know what the guest wants to talk about, and you also know what your audience needs to hear, Mm -hmm. you can make sure that those two things align in a way that feels natural. But if you don't know what your audience needs to get out of an episode and you haven't asked your guest what they want to talk about, then it's like you have two conflicting purposes Mm -hmm. and it's your job as a host to make sure that those combine for the best um, opportunity for all three. Look look at that little golden nugget you got just here on the sneak preview. So make sure you guys are tuned in to the on-air brand show to check this one out. what episode be, will it be yeah episode number eight eight does season that mean three sorry. yeah that means season three episode eight yeah that means you and amber did this will be your eighth episode together i think it's our eighth episode it might be seven because we had the bonus pod wow. max well, one that we threw in holy smokes i'm not Time sure flies. how I, i'm not That's sure I'm how saying. we put those numbers in but that is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're we're gonna put that in the show notes rob yeah. uh the link to that episode so if you're listening to this you could just go into the notes and go right to their show so yeah yeah we're gonna be uh taking this episode out with our new outro which we've done for a few weeks now uh which is the i don't like calling it a testimonial video but uh it's, it's our community it sharing is sharing the love yeah there you go see you next week make sure you just love like subscribe to all the good stuff and we'll see you next week thanks folks thanks todd thanks amber <laughs>I think everybody kind of knows or has a feeling that podcasting is like a thing, you know, Um, it's just a matter of how it gets incorporated into their business and their story. Where else can you get on an event like in person or online and have like this collection of people, any person that this group and this community attracts just like brings it. There is no community like the PodMax community, guys. I love PodMax. I love everything about this environment, this family, and every one of these events. It's just tremendous. This is our fifth time here, and every time it just gets better and better. I mean, the relationships, the format of the event, the opportunities to put us in front of people like David, for example. So we're always open to having deeper and more meaningful conversations one-on-one with each and every one of you to say, all right, how do we help each other? We're all in the same game here. It's life, right? Let's just do it as best as we can and have a blast doing it. I am just like living off the energy from my two interviews this morning, getting pumped for my third interview. There was just a lot of personality that was brought. There was a lot of deep conversations that I wasn't anticipating. It just created magic. Are you an entrepreneur? Apply now to be a podcast guest at podmax.co.